gentlemen, what's going on? It's your boy, Highlight Real, aka Dwayne, aka Prince of Bosch. Y'all know it, the man of many names, many forces, all that good stuff, man. And uh, welcome to this short form edition of Pass the Ox. You already know what it is, man. Uh, of course, got to introduce uh, one of my favorite co hosts, you already know, uh, filling in for the queen who's not really able to join us on today because, well, you know, she's out there on vacation yet again, as well deserved. Uh, <laughs> so uh, we're going to turn the reins over to my other right hand man, my boy, the hardest working man, the show business. Y'all know him. Y'all love him. He's always around. And he is the critique of moi, artiste, my boy himself. You know it. <laughs> Mr. Derek Myers. What's up, sir? What's going on? What's going on? Uh, not much, my guy. You know, ready to do the thing that we always do out here, man. Bring the people yes, some good content, yes, you know. Uh, and of course, so we are joined by two talented brothers right here. And as you can see, free publicity, free promotion right there in the back. You see the artwork. You see what time it is, ladies and gentlemen. So uh, I actually would like these guys to introduce themselves to the public. I'm known for epic intros myself, but you know what? I'm actually going to let the artists introduce themselves on today and tell you a little bit about who they are and what they represent. So, fellas, if you will, the floor is yours. True. All right, man. I'm going to try to do what you did. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> With my boy, the master of melodies. Okay. Icon of instrumentals. Okay. Ruler of the rhythms. Okay. <laughs> and the bravado of the beats. Get on. He, the realest dude out of Miami 305, you know what I'm saying? He in the building showing some love. And then me, myself, and I, uh, J.I., Mr. Stay Fly, you know what I'm saying? I come from New York. Um, you can call me Jiggy Queso, J-I-G-G-Y. On the chain. Um, mm. We go by Ozzy Queso, nice collective duo. Uh, we started rapping back like two two years ago, two, three years ago. Made our first tape, dropped it on Apple Music. We've been rapping for like, what, our whole life separately. So we was like, we made good music together. Might as well just come together and start making that sound for real. So mm -hmm. we uh, made Wazi K. So this is our third tape right here, Consciously Wavy, on Apple Music, Spotify. Yes, SoundCloud, YouTube, check us out on Instagram, check us out on Twitter, check us out everywhere. Uh, but yeah, so that's who we are. We're we happy to be here and I appreciate y'all. I throw the reins back over to you. Absolutely. And don't forget title because, you I know, Mr. Say. Derek over here is a very big advocate right. for title. So much so that they should, right there. Yeah, yeah. They, should be, they should be sponsoring this very show because of the fact of how much he advocates. You I, know, they will one day. They will. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Speaking of yeah. two existence. Yeah. Speaking yeah. of two existence. There it is. Yeah. There it is. But uh yes, uh gentlemen, YZK. So that let's let's start there. You know, how did how did the tandem of the name come about like that? How were you able to guys just like tell people what that means when they hear that? So when they say that, like, man, because you know, that's one of the first things uh somebody who gets into a new artist or a new duo, that's what they want to know. Like when they hear the name, they're like, hmm, that's an interesting choice of name. What, what what's the uh, inspiration and meaning behind it? Go ahead, Shay. Pretty, pretty simple, man. Um, it's really both of our nicknames put together. So, <laughs> okay. mine is, yeah, mine's is Wazi. Um, it means Rebel in Swahili. I really came up with it freshman year, um, chilling with some of my boys in a dorm room. We were just trying to be a collective like group and just hold it down. And 
only 5% of the nation and the world knows this man's actual name. And I'm honored to be the one of the one people, but everybody calls him Queso. <laughs> Literally, everybody calls him Queso. So oh, that's wow. really how I came together. Wow. That, yo, I, I dig that. I dig that. You know, it's always unique when you hear that type of stuff. Like, it's actually kind of cool to take a duo who has two nicknames and they're just like, hey, you know, we're just going to take our nicknames and put this together and make it one name. Like, how dope is that? Like, yeah. <laughs> you know? And it flows. It yeah, yeah, it does. It does. What, yeah, real so cool. what about the name of the tape, uh, Consciously Wavy? Because I actually went back and listened to um, one of the other tracks, Stars. And mm -hmm. okay, so you said, you said you had a line that said, niggas capping like I'm not as wavy as the seven seas. Uh -huh. <laughs> mm -hmm. mm, is, come on. Is that possibly one of the reasons why, or one of the inspirations behind the the title of this EP? Yeah, actually, I mean, you write in the uh, the ballpark. So the breakdown of the name Consciously Wavy in itself, like outside of the tape, uh, is our rap style. So if you go on our website, which I think we have set up, or it's coming like it's in the final processes of being set up, uh, or if you just look at like bios written about us, you'll always see that we describe our sound as consciously wavy. Okay. Uh, shade is the conscious. I am the wave. He's the wavy. <laughs> I think he having some technical difficulties over there too. Yeah, just a little bit, just a little bit. We see, we see the smooth, the waviness of wavy. You know, coming through <laughs> just a little bit. I, I see that. I see that. I see what just happened there. Um, yeah. so I guess while we wait to get our brother back, you know, um, let's just say, all right. Uh there he is. There he is. Uh -oh. He's back. Dang. I we was him, well, Yeah, we were telling him, you know, you were just living up to the wavy part of what you were explaining and waving it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, you, went, you were riding a wave, and now you just came on back through the tides. You know what I'm saying? You're good now. <laughs> Wait, so I don't know the last thing y'all heard. Um, but, yeah, so he's the conscious. I'm the more wavy uh, in terms of just, like, the way I rap, the, the shit we rap about. Mm -hmm. uh, Shade is going to say something that makes you think. One of my favorite lines by him, for example, is, um, I mean, I'm going to say the chorus, summertime, wintertime, all the, all the time I think about you, we could be roses in the sky. And yeah. when you think about that, it's like, sometimes it's like, what does that mean? But then at the same time, it's like, if you get it, you get it. You know what I'm saying? If you feel it, you feel it. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um, when I rap, you know, I'm just saying, I just want to say stuff that I feel that I feel like people are going to resonate with because I like listening to that kind of music. Um, I don't always try to rap like, you know, ta -ta 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 -ta. like I'm going to slow it down. I'm going to try to sing. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's nothing wrong with the opposite. It's just like the way that I express myself through music, you know, that's just what I bring to the table. So when we bring it together, people really, really, really rock with it. And uh, right. we combine our collective ideas and... Man, everybody trying to mess me up today. I got a phone call. Uh, we combine our collective ideas, and uh, it just turns into consciously wavy. And then that's what we decided to come through with this tape and kind of show people what we mean by that. So that's why we start off hype with the back-to-back, -back, and then we just kind of, in the second half of the album, we show you the more smooth, the more wavy, the more chill, mm -hmm. uh, something you can kind of vibe with. And then, yeah. Yeah, that's I felt that. I felt that it was a hard punch at the beginning and more smooth mm -hmm. at the end. I like that. Yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely. So let's talk about, you know, I noticed how you brothers mentioned, you know, um, that you were from two different parts of the coasts. 
you know, you mm-hmm. got one from New York and then one from the Miami area, you know, just take, take a bet. Like how dope is that to be able to take two coasts that have two totally different sounds and vibes and bring them together as one tandem like that? Like how dope is that? Because, you know, usually with Florida in the deep South like that, especially South Florida, we know the uncle Luke's of the world, you know, and how they have like a party feel to them, you know, mm-hmm. mostly. In the, and then like, when you go up north, it's literally a lyricism, lyrical type of vibe. Even now, even though now lately, they have kind of been catching on to like today's wavy styles a little bit, but they're putting their own twist to it to still make it mm-hmm. lyrical at the same time. So, talk about what that's like, um, just bringing two different coasts together and clashing styles like that. I mean, I really think it's just the growth of music overall, like. Just because I'm from South Florida, I'm not going to specifically listen to South Florida music. And just because he's from New York, that doesn't mean his sound is dignified in New York. Mm -hmm. So it's really just the type of music we grew up listening to. Like his favorite artist ever is Kanye. Uh, My favorite artist ever is like Lil Wayne. Uh, I listen to a lot of Tupac, Lauryn Hill. And he has a lot of different influences on his end. So really, it's not even more of a regional-based thing. It's more of a like... um, we have similar interests and sounds and what we listen to, even though it is still diversified. So when we link together, I remember before we were even Wazi Queso and we did like collab tracks, a lot of people say, yo, y'all just, y'all just flow together. It just makes sense. Like the chemistry is there and y'all both provide a different type of sound, but it just makes perfect sense to be together. So really, um, it's just a match, man. It was really just a match coming from different, two different regions, two different influences. Um, different styles but it's really just a match and i think that's what really makes us us at the end of the day yeah yeah so is the plan for you to to stay as a duo throughout your career or you think you 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 might do the uh duo collabs the collab projects but still have uh solo solo careers yeah we're we're still two like different people like mm-hmm. we're watching queso and that's that's forever that's regardless of like music and stuff like that's my boy that's my brother i call him my brother yeah, yeah. um but that's just outside of music so if you ever want to hit me up for a, a track or vice versa it's not even going it's just like all right send it over we got to do we got to do but you know he does have he's been making albums since way before i ever made an album and even then you know on my own path to making tapes and all that stuff we just have different stuff we want to get out and it's I feel like at a point it's kind of a hindrance to us if we always make a track for the other person to get on because mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. I feel like he could create on his own and mm-hmm. it's gonna sound fire and I can do the same and when we come together it's gonna be it's, it's fire so you know we give each other that space like I tried to give him a track the other day and he was like honestly I feel like you should just rock out on your own on that one like you just kind of doing your thing yeah. like Hmm. I feel it like hey because I definitely was right in the second verse but I'm like let me bring it to my boy you know get his feedback and see how he's feeling so it really is just like that but we always gonna you know whatever he need musically vice versa you know it's always gonna be like that you know it's wazi queso yeah love it love it so let me ask you gentlemen uh speaking of just duos and hip-hop and just the evolution of duos um two-part question really for you guys uh a who would you say is your favorite hip hop duo? And then how do you feel that duos have changed in hip hop since 
the days of frown because you don't see a lot of it uh as much i mean you have like maybe the migos you probably have you know which is kind of more like a trio in some sense mm -hmm. like brothers but than a duo but in terms of like two guys just killing flows it's almost a rarity to kind of see that on the mainstream light nowadays so uh, how do you guys feel about the evolution of where hip hop duos have gone uh, today versus what it used to be in like the eighties, nineties, and even early two thousands? I mean, really it speaks to what you said. It's a rarity in today's type of environment because a lot of artists have their own individual mindsets of what they want to do. So mm -hmm. with us being a rap collective, a rap duo, of course we have our own selfish desires. of what we want out of the game, mm -hmm. um, but we don't, really let's say backtrack to other duos and like try to figure out what worked for them besides like outcast because you know that's like that's like all time mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah so we we look at that as a kind of an influence how we should track ourselves when we do our duo collective work but mm -hmm. we want people to understand yes we are wazi queso but as uh queso has mentioned he's jicky queso on wazi shade we are wazi queso we are three different different entities in the rap game but it all just flows together because at the end of the day, um, we're tight, we're a brotherhood, we're just solid like that. And we understand your creative expression can come in many different ways. We'll never hold each other like to say, hey, you have to be watching case over this, you know? Yeah. So yeah. that's how it really operates with us. Yeah, you guys individually sound phenomenal, but the yes. flow the flow with you guys on the same track or project, uh, a collective project is is phenomenal, which yes, is very, you. very interesting. Very interesting. Because you don't you don't sound like the the areas where you're from, which I appreciate. Mm -hmm. I can appreciate mm -hmm. that because that 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 almost feels like it's a little harder to do to not sound like the area where you're from, especially if you have artists that you looked up to from that area. But mm -hmm. what what are some artists because I know you said um uh, so some of your uh, favorite artists already, but what are some of your artists' favorite artists from your area? Um, so I mean, I'm from Queens, mm -hmm. and I mean he's like Brooklyn, but of course Jay Z was Jay Z and Nas. So personally, Nas, me and Nas had the same birthday. We were literally born in the same area. Um, but I feel like in terms of overall success and longevity, Jay Z, it's just like. And the fact that the way he did it was like, he talks about it. Like I was on the streets, I sold dope. I had to do X, Y, Z to start moving money into rap and then moving that to move my career. And I mean, I ain't selling no dope like Jay-Z, you know what I'm saying? Like I ain't, I wasn't doing what he did, but the message was simple. It's like, if I can do this from where I was and you can look around and you can see the same thing and kind of visualize like, the future like and i feel like that's where some people fall short is they see their surroundings and they think this is it like mm -hmm. sometimes you have to like envision something on that next step and then use that to launch yourself and kind of just hold yourself uh you know on onto that string so when i kind of seen jay-z um kind of talking his stuff when i was growing up like i was always thinking he was lit like when i started hearing like slander of jay-z or just like oh he's not even that good like when i was up in new york like he's a legend yeah. Um, so I mean that's one dude, but then also I gotta show up to females. I mean, Nicki Minaj is also somebody from Queens. And when I was in ninth or tenth grade, she really started blowing up and I started hearing her rap, but not like the singing radio stuff, but like really rap. Mm 
and that's what like stuff. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that underground, what that Harajuku Barbie, my homeboy, he's a he's a fan of her. He's a real big fan of her. So he was always like, Oh, listen to Nikki, listen to Nikki. And I'm like, bro, I don't want to listen to Nikki. But when he would play stuff, I'd be like, she's sliding. So yeah. when I like kind of saw her on that path to taking off, it was really influencing, you know, that the fact that okay, she could be this, she could be that. But when she started rapping, and that's what kind of kept me rapping, rapping, like really wanted to rap because Shay raps a lot more than me mm-hmm. and I try to rap a lot but when I hear people like kind of stay true to that what you call New York rap and they on a track just talking they shit and you like mm-hmm. damn yeah like that really like that that be, that makes me happy so those are kind of like the bigger names and they might not be just prototypical names but that's really like the bigger names that people would probably recognize and Shay probably got his own list yeah for me I'm um, coming up my mom, she listened to a lot of Trick Daddy. Um, I grew up really as, I remember somebody selling me Rick Ross's like first mixtape, like out of a trunk before he became Rick Ross. Yeah. Um, because we like all from the Carroll City neighborhood. So growing up, literally seeing Rick Ross blow up and Iceberg too, like a local, very much a local legend down here in South Florida. Like those three people, um, seeing them, well, seeing two of them just grow and become who they are. And then Trick Daddy just being who he is, authentic, real to the core. He will give you lit music, but he also will give you some real shit from the street. Um, so those are like three influences from Miami area that I really gravitated towards and picked up on and consistently listened to their music. You know, it's crazy that you mentioned Trick Daddy, too, because um, usually when we do our longer form segment of the show, we have a segment talking about what's been in our ears throughout the week. And I actually found myself vibing to trick daddy quite often um this week and i thought to myself you know this guy needs a fans battle because i was like man this guy uh i forgot how much he really had put out you know that was like yeah pumping right but also i was paying attention just to the sound of uh trick daddy and i realized that uh he brought a sound there was a there was an era that he brought where like i took i listened to take it to the house and i was just like man that sound needs to come back like that, that, you know, as a, as that a thing was lit. yeah, like as a musician, that band like sound, that Art, sound mm-hmm. marching bands want to play it live. That needs to come back. Like I mm-hmm. miss that sound in hip hop. Like I miss that, that, that marching band like sound. Uh, and I was like, man, I would love to bring that back. Cause that, that needs a return like quickly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, dude, growing up, Growing up, going to high school football games in Miami. Yes. But Trick Daddy, every band was playing it. Come on. It was lit. Stadium (laughs) packed. Everything lit, man. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, man. It's it's, it's different when it hits from the South, man. Um, You know, and and, and I'd love to ask you that, actually, Wasai. Like, 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 how is that? You know, people always, um, and, and Derek, I know you know who I'm talking about because, you know, uh, a good friend of ours uh, who, who hosts the show, uh, he's from South Florida. And they always say that South Florida is completely different and don't look at that as the South, right? Even though uh, as someone who visited Miami, I, I could understand why they say that in terms of culturally, but you guys are still considered the South. You know, it may it be mm-hmm. every Southern Every part of the South is different in culture, but it is still the South. And mm-hmm. like, talk about how that's just so dope to see the Louisianas, 
uh, you know, the Tennessees, the Georgias, the Floridas, you know, the North and South Carolinas bring their own type of sound Southern wise than the rest of the coasts, you know, from North, South and, and, or Northeast and West, you know, like, and Midwest, like talk about how important it is when you got that different type of sound like that. I mean, from the South, really, I'm gonna exclude Miami from it. Cause Miami is like an urban city town. So mm-hmm. the rest of the South is country as hell. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> it really, from any like bounce in New Orleans or the trap music, old school trap music in South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, like everything, Tennessee, everything mm-hmm. is like country. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it got that like Southern draw. What you was gonna say, Keso? That I was saying that Chop and Slow music from Houston. Yeah, Chop mm-hmm. and Slow from Houston. Yes, like the yes. Southern draw, the way they speak, the what they wear, just everything was like country. And yeah. that's really, that's the difference between like southern music and going to any other coast because you have bigger metropolitan cities let's mm-hmm. say new york or boston or if you go to cali it's la it's a lot of people in a city but mm-hmm. shoot down south man your best friend might live 10 out 10 miles away and you saying yeah that's right down the street <laughs> are you going to walmart <laughs> down the street because you're from the south and i yep. actually have family yeah. that's like what they consider the core south like georgia dirt road 30 miles of dirt road you got to drive through it but i'm i'm really yeah. from like the city of miami so yeah. i can understand like both sides of city miami music versus like country south i understand mm. that you know yeah yeah absolutely and then so i mean queso the same with you bro because again as we mentioned new york has found themselves um kind of in like a a reinventing stage right like a lot of people for some reason try to say um there's been a lot of different opinions on new york in terms of like dominating the hip-hop game for so long and how you know then atlanta comes along and like it becomes like this major mecca of music lately for people but then it's like new york is slowly coming back with it and reinvented themselves in a way like talk about what that has mean just being like from a native of New York, like as you mentioned with those influences like Jay-Z and Nas, like what's your thoughts on the evolution of just New York and what it's been like uh, from say like 2007 on up to this point? Well, I mean, I gotta pay homage, you know, first and foremost, um, I am of Jamaican heritage and mm. um, reggae had a significant influence on hip hop um mm. to the point where 50 years later it's still being sampled to mm-hmm. tiktok songs um True. so i mean talking about reinventing music i mean right before 07 actually like in 03 or 02 when dipset was coming along you know mm-hmm. they had kind of reinvented with that now that texas chopped and screwed they just made it faster they made it higher pitch and they added that bass to it so mm-hmm talking about from like 07 and up we had to and i mean just like we the entirety of like the the hip-hop game Mm -hmm. we had to watch like the south come up immensely atlanta took off memphis took off a lot Mm -hmm. significantly Mm -hmm. um houston of course and then we saw the west coast i feel like the west coast time is still coming um Mm -hmm. they did have a, a very you know hot time in the 90s and early 2000s but and then with Wiz Khalifa, he came back around. You got currency, you got Dom, but at the same time, the East Coast and the South were really running that. So 
with New York now, we had to watch like it was it was a it was a time period where the only names you was hearing was the Nicki Minaj or the only songs you was hearing was the Jay Z song. Mm-hmm. So now when you got like people who are coming out like Fabi or like Pop Smoke mm-hmm. and you got like um the the street music that at one point was just like people was playing it probably in clubs or in house parties and now you watching everybody walking in the street and doing all this stuff. Mm-hmm. I feel like at this point now with all the different combinations that we have in terms of Houston dudes collabing with New York and Atlanta dudes collabing with, I feel like personally, like this is one of the best times to be a musician. Um, People will always say like the better times of music was like the nineties or whatever. I don't really agree. They wasn't rapping about shit. They wasn't rapping about shit, but it was like, nothing about like, being on the block all day like nobody here want to hear that shit like i want to hear about some shit about bvs and some baguettes i'm not gonna lie to you me personally and i know when they put it on a fire beat and now you have dudes collabing and it's like it sounds so different and then with the technology we have now i feel like now is the best time but not even just for rap hip-hop neo soul like mm-hmm. i feel like the entire wave is now transitioning and to me it's like exciting and especially me being with shay right now I feel like, you know, shit, like, I'm very excited, you know. I'm waiting it to that day where we could start hitting up these big names and, and just start collabing on songs because the shit that I'm hearing now it really sounds great, bro. And I love the fact that New York has Storm back, but we're not, like, in command because I do think that the South, Houston, uh, Tennessee, M- Memphis, like I said, Atlanta, and Florida um, – I feel like the vibes that they're bringing match a lot of social media and just the culture right now to the point where if New York took over it, I don't really see it being like how back in 03 was so successful. Everybody had the shirts. Everybody was outside partying. Mm-hmm. I don't think that that New York vibe is going to fit everybody right now. I feel like the South is where it's at, kind of where it needs to be for now. And then mm-hmm. we're going to see where it comes to. But I'm still like, I think this is the best time, and I'm happy to be interacting with music in this time because it's lit. I love that, man. And and again, man, I just want to salute you guys uh, as artists uh, coming from different coasts like that, representing exactly what you just mentioned, and and the fact that it's it's unified. You know, um, you know, no none of the coastal hate like it was when it came up in like the mid 90s and early mm-hmm. 2000, you know where it was like oh y'all from here y'all from that mm-hmm. side man we don't rock with that side now nah, it's you know like i like how everybody now is like you said it's just like everybody's showing love from every coast right. and even really across the seas as well you know uh with sounds and all of that so it is beautiful to see music uh evolve to the way that it is um mm-hmm. so let's get back to the ep then for sure and let's uh continue to talk about consciously wavy so derek uh, i'll let you go ahead because i know it's been a while man go ahead and ask some questions my friend yeah 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 so production on this was phenomenal now do you guys use the same producer or do you guys um use different producers shoot it really varies um of course we're we're in a time where people can go on youtube and you know, search for type beats or look for a certain type of beat that they want. Mm-hmm. Um, but once we do get those beats, we do contact the producers and, you know, work with them. But we also have like original beats that come in from other people. And it's just about really finding the 
sound that you want for a specific type of vibe that you're going for. Right. So we don't really have like a, let's say a structure of what we're trying to do. We just let, let it all come to us when it comes to like production and getting what we need. But we do have one specific engineer that we go to called Lorenzo and he does all of our work. So just sitting with him, watching him do his thing. That, that man is amazing and happy belated birthday to him as well too. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, let me ask you guys before we kind of go into some of our favorite tracks as you guys put this out what are your favorite tracks from this specific project um i'm gonna take my own track out of this i mean like just off of how it sounds production and just like being a complete song downfall and that was written by shade so tip my hat to that boy uh yeah. that like hard as hell like that song to me i wanted it to be the intro actually um Man. when we was like structuring the tape at first but that song right there is just hard and then the way we was rapping and then at the end we had the transitions it was that's my favorite song so that that song for sure is like my top is my mm. favorite song. love it love it i don't know i don't i i can't <laughs> i can't nail it down to a favorite song like Mm-hmm. every song gives me like a different vibe like for whatever mood i'm in mm-hmm. I, I can't really answer that question right now i can't <laughs> I, I don't have it on me I don't, that's understandable I don't. <laughs> no that's understandable sometimes I, I i believe me i can relate i know how that feels and sometimes when you put something especially in ep form like that it's tough it is really tough because i'm pretty sure that you guys had other tracks that were probably going to make this ep that didn't make the cut and usually with this one, when these make the cut, it's still tough because you're like, man, any yeah. of these could, you know, like plug and play, right? So, yeah. <laughs> so believe me, I, I can totally relate and understand. Now, I do have to agree with you, Keith. Like, I, I, I personally love Downfall. Downfall was definitely one of my favorites when I listened to it. Um, another one I was really feeling was Again again kind of gave me a different feel too but i love the way that the ep like gets you really really hype like the way y'all structured it gets you really really hype in the beginning and it kind of mellows out a little bit and mm-hmm. you start like you start kind of feeling like real chill all of a sudden like what <laughs> was that was that on purpose did you guys want to get people like riled up and then kind of mellow them out a little bit like what was that about we yeah. had we had a lot of renditions of the track list so um, of course, you know, being artists and just like figuring out, especially for six songs as an EP, you know, an EP allows more freedom because it's not like a story type of project going on, anything like that. So just sitting down with our manager and our other boy, we we're just going through like different renditions. And do we want a roller coaster ride? Do we want to start off calm and then go hype? It was like, at the end of the day, we we're sitting in the studio again, everything mixed down. And like last minute, manager said, hey, boom, I think we should do it like this. And we both looked at each other. It's like, this makes sense. And so yeah. that's really how uh, it came up. So just starting off hey, starting off hype, going into more smooth with the transitions and everything, and then filling, finishing off how we did. Man, that was so dope. I, I, I commend you brothers for doing that. It's, it's not easy trying to take people on a ride, especially with a six-song EP, because a lot of times when it ends, 
you're like, oh man, it's over. I want more now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah especially with this one being That's exactly minutes. what it's for. <laughs> yeah. 18 yeah. minutes. Just, crazy, yeah. right? <laughs> when we looked at the time, we was like, yo, this is 18 minutes. It's like, yeah. it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man. Yeah. No, I, I think um, Lullaby was the one that grabbed me. Of course, that'd be an intro. Um, but that one grabbed me hard the first listen mm. and then i think downfall downfall got me toward the uh as i was going through it got me i think the second time i listened through mm-hmm. um but uh racing the clock that one and and go hard. crazy. i you know what i i might i might i might have, i might sound more so like wazi with this one i, I don't know <laughs> yeah, that i, I know bro it's you tough right know. it is tough <laughs> every one of them have their own different uh vibe that hits you differently and and i like that i like mm-hmm. that that's that's to be completely honest um i don't mean to throw shots at any independent artists in general but i don't know that with a lot of projects um outside of like of highlight of course but a lot of projects that i've heard recently from independent artists i don't think it gives that kind of feeling it just feels like it's just a, it's just a, you know, just like throwing a bunch of tracks onto onto a thing and to call it a project. I, I like I like it when it has a structure to it. I, I'm I'm more old school. Like I'm I'm 31, so I'm 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 more so old school in terms of how that structure is, or or with lyricism or whatever. And you get mm-hmm. the lyricism and the vibe with this. That's what I appreciate with with you guys. It, it's. It's right now. Consciously wavy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And you know that I have I have to agree with Derek because I love how that just works for you guys. You know what I'm saying? Um it's it's very standout. Um and it's actually weird because um artist to artist, I mean, uh we actually had a talk about this on a previous episode before, and and Derek actually kind of let me know. We were kind of talking about the T Pain ran a little bit and what he had to say about making something different. Uh, you know, making some different music. And, and, you know, Derek brought up an interesting point. I want to see if you guys agree where when you're one of those who can say, do like what a Kendrick and a J Cole does, where you can hop on the, the wavy stuff, the vibe stuff and still be lyrical. That's a different sound in its own right. Do you fellas agree with his thoughts on that? So it, let me put it like this. It was yeah. it's different. It's different in today's music. That's because today is more so just mainstream wise. When I listen to, to, to rap, it, you know, it's more so about vibes than lyrics. And I was saying that to, to be honest, to, in today's music, it almost seems like you need to, to set yourself apart to be different. Lyricism has to be a part of your, of your structure because of the fact that not a lot of artists, especially of the newer generation, pay attention to lyrics. Facts. You know, so that that's that that's the main that's the main point of it. Shade. No, I agree, but I also have a take where it's still a lot of mainstream artists mm-hmm. that combine they're finding a way to combine their lyricism um and still make like a hype track even when migos was having a run they were still rapping like oh yeah the boys mm-hmm. was rapping each and yeah. every song young thug he actually raps he sings with it he actually raps though mm-hmm. and but you still have a 
diversified platform where you can listen to Kendrick and Cole on one end. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, like, Isaiah Rashad, he's not really spitting lyrical shit, Mm -hmm. but it's flowing and you just... You just nod your head because he just <laughs> finds a way to combine all of that. So, yeah. with a lot of different like mainstream acts, um, I feel like they're finding a way. I feel like lyricism is becoming pretty prevalent again for rappers. Yeah. It was a time there where who cared? Yeah. I'm just gonna yeah. the beat go bounce and I'm gonna say this <laughs> chorus and mm-hmm. that's how we go rock. But now yeah. you're finding a nice delicate balance. I feel like that's the right place to be. You know, it is. It is. I love it. Cause I, I like I the vibes, but I like the lyric. I love lyrics more so than just the vibe itself. For sure, agreed. You know the lyrics. Um, I'm a man of both. Cause I mean, even even in the time of lyricism, when lyricism was like king, king for everything, uh, I really was always one of those that did it. If if you had a really dope beat to it, and I think that's why uh, at one point I couldn't get into the New York style of music for too long. Like I had. A lot of new, you know, JR writers and different people like that, like a Papoose and so many different mm-hmm. other ones that that I rocked with. But it was hard for me to really just sit there and listen to a lot of hardcore New York rap. At, well, this is during the era of when New York was like still like dominating, dominating, right? And the music, it was tough for me to like just get into it a lot because I was like, the production just didn't always get me. Sometimes it did, sometimes it didn't, right? Because I would listen for the production side of things first to see like, is the beat gonna make me just kind of like catch my attention first? Because, you know, it could spit bars all day, but if the beat don't hit me, then I'm kind of like, and I guess that's where the somewhat Southern in, in me kind of comes a little bit. So I guess where, you know, Southern music gets me sometimes is when I hear that beat and then the lyricism mm-hmm. comes and you're like, all right, cause I do like a nice balance of the two. Uh, right. and, and that, and like I said, you guys definitely brought that for sure from top to bottom in terms of you brought the lyricism, you brought the vibes, you brought the beats, <laughs> you know what <laughs> I mean? You brought, you gave everybody a bit of what they would want, what they would like. And man, I don't see why people wouldn't want to go out there and keep copping this consciously wavy, seriously. Like, appreciate that, definitely man. didn't. You're gonna have the people wanting more with 18 minutes worth of content. I'll tell you yes, that sir. much, but. <laughs> <laughs> um speaking of which though uh as we get ready to wrap this thing up seriously though uh fellas um any final thoughts uh go ahead and give your final pitch and your final thoughts on uh you know consciously wavy as far as uh how how proud you are of the project now like now that it's out and sitting back and listening to it and why you feel the people should definitely go out and get this project and put it in their speakers or in their headphones right now me go take it over, Kesa. No, you take it over, man. <laughs> um, well, really, we really, we really put our blood, sweat, and tears into music in total. It's not even to just this tape. So, mm-hmm. if you want, if you want to hear progression, go back to you know our Apple Music or our Spotify or our title or our SoundCloud or our YouTube, uh, and listen. You know, check out Wazi Queso, the first tape. Then check out Training Day. Uh, we do have individual projects. You got Solo Two, you got Jiggy, um, and we have some singles as well that you know get and drop throughout uh, the remainder of the time that you know we will be dropping music. So check it out. I mean, this right here is a is a great collection of music, but honestly, the next collection that we have is I think even better. Uh, we do have a tape coming called uh, Roses in the Sky, um, and 
I mean, that vibe is a lot more unmatched than this one. You know, this tape is 18 minutes worth, but the next tape, you know, if you're wanting more, that tape is going to be it. Uh, we wanted you guys to, and, and I mean you guys in terms of just anybody who will listen, really, um, to listen to the tape and be like, damn, you know, these guys are pretty good. And then once that 18th minute and, what, 30th second drops, you're like, all right, I want to see what else they got. And, you know, once we do show you what we have coming next, it's going to be like, damn, if you listen to this tape, you're going to be like, damn, mm -hmm. you know, I see exactly why the tape was short before, because they have the music, they have put in, they have been put in the workout, but, you know, we have to make sure that people are aware. We want to put people on game. We want to put ourselves on the map. Yeah. And that's why it's a six song EP, but these are some of the hardest tracks that out of the Lucy that didn't make the album, these are some of the hardest tracks that we had. So right. that it is tape that speaks to the album. But, you know, we just wanted to make sure that you guys heard it, uh, hear how proud we are of it. I mean, we had, like, little transitions and stuff that we threw in there. Um, you know, it's definitely a quality body of work. I've listened to it every day. So check that out, man. It's, uh, like, you can see it's right here on the top. The Wazi Queso, everywhere we go, we try to leave our mark. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, that's really it. Just listen to it as much as you can before we drop roses. Because uh, once we drop roses, that's it. We that's take it. it. <laughs> Taking them off. Yeah. Yes, sir. Foot on the gas, baby. That's what I like to hear. That's what I like to hear. Um, Wazi, any final thoughts from you, good sir? I think he wrapped it up beautifully, especially the progression point. Like, if you want to see artists that consistently put their blood, sweat, and tears, their time, their hours, day in, day out into their craft, consistently thinking about music, just to end up at this point and what we have and what we have right now, what we have coming, um, it's going to be like a beautiful wonderful any other word you want to throw in there just the overall body of work that we're putting out because we see ourselves as people that care about the art at the end of the day we care about our music we care about our art and if you care about music if you want to hear good music if you want to hear fun lyrics wavy vibes anything like that we bring it to the table we always bring it to the table so that's all i'll have to say consciously wavy out now Wazi queso, you feel me? Yes, sir. Love it. I love it. Uh, quick question for you fellas as well. Well, now that I just thought about it as well, Derek, I'm pretty sure I don't know why we didn't ask this question right off top. Uh, the inspiration behind the cover. Talk about that really quickly. Oh, Where did yeah. that come from? What was the inspiration behind the cover for the visual Wait. of this project? What do y'all think? Derek, I'll let you uh get first swing at that, brother. To be completely honest, my first thoughts were that uh, you guys are interpreting the actual title, Conscious and Wavy. Um, that's that's what that's what I got when I when I saw it. It just looked like okay. the the balance of the two on the project. Okay, okay, I like that. So <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That was, that was dope. That was really dope. Man. Now I'll tell you, this is what I love about artwork. Cause it's like being yeah. in an art gallery, right? Yeah, so yeah. what I get is I get an inspirational feel of channeling some of your inner influences. And I heard your gentleman mention outcast earlier. So I got like an outcast feel from this, right? Kind of like two worlds collide, two sides, two styles collide, but we make this really dope sound together. And yes, we're dope on our own. But when we come together, it's like a whole different force. So as we sit here and contemplate it, 
We want y'all to contemplate it as we're contemplating it ourselves because we're that much consciously wavy. I don't know. That's kind of what come to mind, you know. Like that's nice. <laughs> you know. So hey, I guess I guess it's one of those based off how you guys twisted that. I'm gonna guess the inspiration behind the artwork is kind of just to interpret it on what the fan thinks and the listener thinks when they see this themselves, right? Yeah, I mean, that's really, I mean, so, all right, I'm going to tell you what I think, and then I'm going to tell you what actually happened. So, (laughs) (laughs) when I look at the tape, I mean, we just look bored, and Mm. we're really bored, because we just eating whatever beats we want at this point, and it's like, we're not getting noticed, so we need, Mm. we need a base, we need, we need something new, because I mean the the tape is the cover is amazing and yeah. shout out shout out to everybody who's ever produced any kind of cover for us because they've given us quality every single time. Mm-hmm. But this cover fire, what really happened was we were at a photo shoot um, with our boy Johnny Cash, you know, um, bang bang. I know he's gonna like that. I said that, but Johnny Cash was doing a photo shoot with us. He came like an hour and a half late though, and we were just sitting there like, damn, like. <laughs> What the hell are we going to do? So when he finally got there, he was like, all right, we're trying to shoot this real quick. So we were like, all right, y'all trying to use this couch? We're like, all right, bet. We put the couch down. He sat down on the couch, and Cash was like, pose. So we posed, and he took the picture. And that's the artwork. We <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> were really funny. tired. Honestly, we were tired. We were <laughs> insanely tired. We were insanely beat. And wow. He Honestly, we have a lot of better pictures yeah. from that photo shoot. But when you look at any of our photo shoots or any of our covers for uh, tapes, just know that the actual story behind it is probably hilarious. Very random. <laughs> Very, <laughs> much random. Very random. As a but, photographer, I, I, I've come across multiple times where that's that's been the case. So you just like accidentally finding the, the image that yeah that sticks. This is but a great what y'all two said, I'm going to run with that. Hey, we're glad to we're glad to give you artistic perspective to the sure. artist. You know what I'm saying? That's what yeah. we do. That's what it's about, man. But ultimately, all in all, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. Um, you guys are amazing. You guys have so much dope talent, and it's a matter of time before you are noticed and out there where you want to be so you guys don't look bored, as my boy just mentioned, you know what I'm saying? And you guys are doing more with it. Um, so uh, real quick, just let the people know if you got any local shows or anything coming up so they can come see you if they haven't seen you before, uh, you know, and they can come look you up or if they can come stream it, you know, if it's a virtual option. Let the people know what you got coming up. Um, so... Oh, you want to do it? You got it. Yeah, you got yeah. it, man. Go ahead, man. Rock out. We actually just performed like what three shows in the last two months or something like that, or four, something like that. But uh, we performed a couple times. If you want to see uh, any kind of local show, follow us on Instagram. You can follow me or Shade. I'm Jiggy Queso. Um, like you can see on the name, he is Wazzy Shade. Well, it says Lil Dev's iPhone, but he's Wazzy Shade. <laughs> <laughs> But you can also follow our page on Twitter or on Instagram, and we always post, like, if it's, like, a legit show two weeks in advance, but if it's something that we just, you know, somebody told us about it and we want to show up, 
you know, we'll drop it. You know what I'm saying? You can follow us, but we always try to like let people know. And a lot of the times, like you can just pull up and, and show some love. So, um, you know, we try to just make sure that anybody who wants to watch, follow us and we'll make sure to post whatever we have coming up. So, yeah. Love it. Love it. Uh, Derek, anything you would like to add before we close this thing out? Good, sir. Man, uh, please don't be a stranger. Y'all are more than welcome <laughs> to come back, uh, yes. chop it up with more uh, about music, anything. One welcome, come come talk with us, uh, chill with us, and especially if you have any other projects to promote. Absolutely, put us in your rotation. Y'all said y'all game. I know you said y'all talk about gaming. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, Warzone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. 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 we we about we about we about. I'll tell you yeah, off, off air, but we we got we got a show that's covering gaming pretty soon. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. I need to be on that. For sure. That, no doubt, no doubt. Say that, <laughs> no brothers. Doubt. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it is also awesome. Thank you so much for joining us. Make sure you already know what to do. Visit the website, www.otsguys.com. You can learn so much more about what we do right here on Pastor Ox and all the other shows underneath the brand of OTS. Also, make sure if you want to follow us, follow us on Instagram at P-T-A-O-T-S. Or you can follow the OTS brand as a whole, all things at OTS guys on Twitter, on Instagram. Join our OTS Facebook group where we are a community of people and we talk about all things from sports, music, gaming, you name it, all that good stuff, man. And uh, yeah, I'm Dwayne. This is Derek. That's what side say. You know, hey, I'm sorry. YCK, so I don't know where I'm going sometimes with these names. My bad, y'all, but I got it. It's now. all good, man. But nonetheless, YZ Queso, Dwayne, Derek, we signing out. We officially passing the ox to you. Peace.